Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old man Grognard here. It is Tuesday. Yes, it is. And I hope you're all doing well. I just finished listening to second episode of The Yawning Owlbear. My friend Mark C. Rawring is uh, getting off to a rather good start. I gave him a couple of voicemails, and he is talking about his first character death, and I think he should go li- give it a listen. It's called The Yawning Owlbear. It's on Anchor. So give it a try. So today I am musing and going inside my head and weighing pros and cons of something, as I want to do. And I'm not too sure if this is the solution. Well, <laughs> it's not. I'm not really looking for a solution. I mean, I'm just looking for. I'm always looking for tips and tricks that you guys can use for creating adventures. And I hit on this idea yesterday that if taken too far, it would probably be the detriment of your game. But it wouldn't. It wouldn't be bad if you thought about something a little like this. It's. it's I first thing I thought of was, you know, prepping for a game, it's kind of like coding for a computer. You know, your simple basic coding I'm talking about. You're trying to figure out what the the PCs would do, which I think is a mistake in the first place, because you just plan a situation and let them react to it. But at the same time, if you want certain things to happen, if you need certain things to happen for the story, you gotta work those in too. And Keeping it flexible makes it easier. If you have to get a certain piece of information to the PCs, you have a choice of anybody to give it to them or any kind of circumstance. The best way is for them to find it out on their own. You give the clues, you put the stuff in front of them, and then let them come to the conclusion. If it's a wrong conclusion, oh well, it's a lot of fun to watch. But it, it you should really let them figure it out. But sometimes you just have ex, you have to do an exposition dump. And there's nothing wrong with breaking that up. But I'll get to that later, later. But what I was thinking of, I was just like coding for a computer. It's the old if-then. If the players do this, then this happens. And if you use that for information, it helps. But if you do it too much, you end up driving yourself crazy trying to figure out every single if-then that's going to happen with the PCs. So I would use it sparingly, and information dumps have to happen sometimes. So it it behooves you to break it up, if you can, over the venture. Give it to more than one NPC. Now, at the beginning, I understand you have to like, okay, this is a situation, and but then again, you can still you can still have them discover it themselves. You know, they, somebody plops a map in their lap. They don't have to react to it. They can. They don't even have to look at it. They can just throw it away or burn it or whatever. But there it is. Now, you have to have players that like to take initiative like that. And a lot of them don't. And this is where, this is. I guess this is where the info dump becomes a necessity if you have players who like, if you just smack them upside the head with a clue or two they won't they're just they they won't catch it they're see here here's here's what i'm thinking 
that when players make a character, and I'm talking about early, early creators, I'm talking about people who, like, within the first three years of them playing, newbies, some people are so happy with the concept of the role-playing game where they know they can do whatever they want, that they will take that to the nth degree. And some people are just like that naturally. Some people just get it into their heads. Oh, I'm going to mess him up. Or, well, that's another story altogether. It's related, but another story altogether. It, it, they tend to want to do everything except what you're laying out for them. And, you know, that's the meat and drink of sandbox adventures right there. But you've got to have the right kind of player to play them. Unfortunately, I have a table full of right players because they are all curious and they are all wanting to be part of the story. Some people just want to make a character and water. They think it's a. They think it's a. They think it's mist or oh boy, that dates me. Or what's that? What's the thing called Open Sky? They came out a couple of years ago. We can go anywhere. They think it's that with a DM, and. No, it's not. Yes, sandboxes happen, and those are good things. They can be a lot of fun, but it's not an open-ended, open-world video game. And that's the way they treat it. And I... People who just want to do that, just go play a video game. Go play Mr. Open Sky or whatever it is. Go go play that. You know, I'm, you're waste, you know, you're wasting your time, you're wasting my time by doing something like that. If you're not gonna, you know, if you're not gonna get involved in the story or any story for that matter, I mean, come on, we're not talking just railroad here, just a plain story that happens around them. My favorite ones are the ones that happen organically. That's why I like. That's why I'm kind of partial to sandboxes. I wish I could do a sand, a real sandbox, because I don't feel like I have the the chops for it. Because I feel like you have to be crazy prepared for them to go anywhere. And the only thing you mean, when I think about it, the only thing you need to be crazy prepared for is stuff like encounter tables or plot hooks, if you have plot hooks behind the screen. I'm getting more and more and more. As I get older, I get more comfortable ad-libbing stuff. If I have the base, this is because, as I said before, to ad-lib, if you have the right resources at your fingertips... You can do it all the time. And I'd love to run a game like that if I had the confidence for it. And I'm working on it. I'm working on it. But getting back to info dumps, you know, there's always a, pa- a place in the adventure where you have to do some exposition. So, like I said, the best way is organically. They find a clue. They find a diary. They find a notice, a wanted poster, or something that will help them kind of piece the story together. They don't have to piece the entire story together, but they just have to piece enough of it for them to take action. That's the whole point of it, action. So use use the information carefully, sparingly, and like I said, if you can get it, do it organically. If you have to have an NPC tell part of them, part of it, that's fine. Sometimes they initiate it. They say, oh, I'm, just, I'm going to go to the temple and see what they say about this this high priest that we're we're talking we're talking about. Sometimes the NPCs will volunteer information if they ha- you know if you, you help them stop an uh, an orc attack. Oh my goodness, those orcs have been bothering us for da 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 because this happened, 
And like I said, the info dump, I would I would have them either organically or I would divide it up amongst different NPCs. And doing it on the fly to me is the best way. Because info dumps or exposition should be done, aside from the initial start of the game, they should be done in chunks, in small bite-sized chunks. You don't, you try not to lay the whole thing. Here's the whole situation. So the characters got to discover what the situation is themselves. I know there are some games that happen like that, like Astonishing Swordsman. They tend to do that at the beginning because it's all in the misty past. This, da 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 da, da that kind of thing. Something like that is kind of okay if you don't do it all the time. Like I said, you just plunk them down and just keep an eye out. You just during the game, keep an eye out. Okay, they need to know this. Who can tell them that? Or how can they find this out? I'm going to leave some stuff around. See if they pick up on it. Or they hear a conversation over here that they're not privy. They eavesdrop over here. They hear the the mayor say something about it and things like that. That's how you get information to them. You just have to, you know, remember that. You just have to. You just have to do. That's what that's what you have to do. You're a DM. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. That's about all I got to say about it, I guess, because I'm going to go start my day. So, if you guys want to talk about this, you can email me over at oldmangrognard at gmail.com, or you can drop me a voicemail on Anchor. And as little as 99 cents a month, you can help support this program, and I would appreciate it. And I, once again, I want to thank my patrons, people who supported me, Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, and Mark C. Wallring, and I recommend you listen to his podcast, The Yawning Owlbear, too. You guys are great. So, until I see you guys next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Keep